Hey, everybody. It's Friday. You're listening to Answers the Gospel Question on a new, all-new show, Feasting Friday. Feasting Friday with friends really is is what we're going to do today. It's me, Brother Lawson. I'm joined today by my uh, illustrious and world-renowned uh, teacher and friend, Brother Eric Wing, and also our feasting friend, Elise Christensen. Elise, how are you doing today? Oh, doing good. And how are you? Oh, it is. It is. We're going to find out more about that probably in a little bit. <laughs> Brother Wing, how are you? How are you doing today? Fantastic. And keeping Excellent. with the alliteration, I'm going fishing tomorrow. So are, are you really going fishing tomorrow? Feasting today, fishing tomorrow. You hate fishing. Why are you going fishing tomorrow? My son wants to go fishing. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought I was going to have to take your son fishing. I'm glad for you stepping up and taking taking yeah. responsibility for your kids. So we've got Elise here. Elise is a a, a, a an all star YSA and Institute student. Uh, who happens to be getting a master's degree in social work. Uh, what's that like getting a master's degree, by the way, Elise? Um, I've never thought so many things could fit in my brain. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm in an advanced program, so they're putting us through two years of work in 10 months. So <laughs> it's just a lot of memorization, but it's a lot of really good stuff. I've met a lot of really incredible people, and I have some really good work going on with some clients right now. Right. So that's one of the cool things I think that Elise does. And I think that's, uh, she's going to be a perfect feasting friend today because of what she's kind of involved in. And one of the things that, that's, that's uh, one question that I remember having on my mission, I, I served my mission down in the, in the Caribbean and, and some of the places that I went there, there was like, um, the only way I could describe it is just poverty. Like there were people living in whatever materials they could find, you know, they find little slabs of wood here and there and they'd build houses to live in. And these were uh, many of them were, were members of the church. Some of them were my mission companions that came from circumstances like this. And um, of course they were experiencing the, the joy of the gospel. But the question that I, that I had is, well, why is there, um, why is there this type of poverty that exists in the world and how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to approach it? So we're going to answer that question in the next eight minutes. And then we'll be, I mean, can you imagine that? The, that question is going to be, no, we're not going to be able to answer that whole question in eight minutes, but we're going to be able to explore, I think, and get some ideas relative to that question, just from studying uh, a few verses in Psalm 82. So, uh, how do we want to do this? Let's let's jump right into Psalm 82 and let's just kind of read some of these verses and see if we can find answers to that question of of how are we supposed to respond to uh, to poverty and and people who are in difficult search situations when when we seemingly have everything going good for us. All right. Okay. So. Brother Wayne, get us started in 82, and at least we'll have you read some scriptures here too, and we want to hear what you think about this, because you're the you're a pro in this. This is something you see a lot of <laughs> as well, and so we're interested in what the, what you, with your experience and the, the, what we're learning in the scriptures, what insights we can gain to that question. 
All right. So the first, right. I'll read the first four verses. All right. And then we can discuss. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah, meaning like, Think about stop that. and ponder about that. Uh, defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. Mm. Elise, what do you like about any of those verses that we've read so far? What, do you, what kind of uh, speaks to your soul there? Um, I know I really was. I was, I was feeling it. Uh, verse three, I think, especially in, in verse four about defending the poor and deliver the poor and the needy um, and rid them out of the hand of the wicked. Um, the wicked being either their life circumstances, the situations that they've put themselves in and then got stuck or things like that. But a lot of times I, I think when I started this, it was so overwhelming to look at all of the problems going on that mm -hmm. I just had to, what was really great about one of the first places I work at in a, a federal psych prison out in Idaho was a lot of people have good hearts, but don't know where to help and where to serve. And so they get places at jobs like that and to be able to get to know and have conversations with people rather than, I mean, walking by and awkwardly stopping at the, the red light that has the homeless person sitting on the side of the road, but mm -hmm. getting to know someone that you wouldn't normally run into in your everyday life, having a conversation, getting to know who they are and what, what they're going through, I think is one way that we help deliver the poor and the needy by providing that either emotional support or anything you can, even if it's just for five minutes of your day. That's huge. I love that. I think that's a super sweet application for, for those verses, delivering the poor and the needy. What do you think, brother Wayne? Yeah. You know, you're even a phrase that you said, I, I should have read verse five also, because look at verse five they know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. Like we're like, it's kind of like the earth is messed up and we need to, <laughs> we need to take care of people who, who are struggling and need a little help on our part. So I, I really like the way verses three and four begin with those words, defend and deliver. I think deliver is probably more common to us about helping people out of these struggles, but maybe they need some defense first, like mm -hmm. defend their integrity, their humanity, their goodness, you know, defend the fact that so much of what they're suffering is not their fault. Um, and that, that we can uh, defend uh, their ability to progress as well. Like there's a lot of ways that we can defend them. And then we can go about the work of delivering and helping them because there, it is a difficult out of course world that, that we live in, but we can, we can provide some order to it as we follow God. And I think something that's, you know, I'm thinking about defending the, the people who need that. I worked a lot in mental health courts and different problem solving courts. And that's like, you know, in a worldly way, like that is how people are defended and have those advocates. We have Christ as our advocate in everything, but sometimes like face to face with other people, you've got to have someone to help you out. And I think 
you know, we're working towards a way in each of our communities, starting one small step on how can we help and how can we defend. And so those are becoming a lot more common. And I think it's it's been a good thing. Well, I think I love that. I think that's such a cool application. And that takes us to like a verse that's pretty popular, but I think it's oftentimes read out of context by by members of the church. We've been having this great discussion about uh, defending the poor and delivering the poor and needy and the fatherless and the widows. And then there's this verse six where it talks about the eternal nature of, of who we are. And verse six, at least would you read verse six for us? Yeah, it says, I have said, ye are gods, and all of you, you are children of the Most High. All right. In the in the context, yeah, I think, <laughs> in the context of our discussion. That's a hard one. <laughs> I think, though, in the context of our discussion, it's it gives us an approach, the exact approach that we need to take to the fatherless and the widows and the poor and the needy. When we, I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a God. I have no idea what it's like to be a God. But I can kind of wrap my mind around how to treat somebody as knowing their eternal destiny is to be like God. That changes the way that I would treat the individual at the at the traffic stop. Uh, that changes the way I might uh, treat an individual who I think is making some super poor decisions. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I think because Christ can cover everything christ covers everything i think of that analogy um that brother wilcox gave you know about how much is your your work and how much is god's work and um for you to be able to be with you know god again and christ covers everything no matter what happens every unjust thing um christ can make up for it and whether that's now, whether that's later, whether, you know, I was thinking about the last podcast, how sometimes you look back and you say, I don't even remember like the feeling of it hurting mm-hmm. and that's Christ. Right. That's awesome. Brother Wing, I'll give you the last word. I think as we see like what verse six teaches that you are children of the most high, all of you are children of the most high, that that might change our interactions with each other. Um, as we as we let that settle in a little deeper into our minds that everybody I talk to today, everybody I interact with today, those that seem to be doing things well or not doing things well, or those that have lots of, you know, advantages and those that don't like everybody is a child of God. And I'm and I've and in, in essence, God can do things with them and through them to make them like him. And and so to to see that in that uh, divinity within the person in my present, but also to think of their future opportunities and their, and their worth as a soul. Um, that might help me as I yeah. go about my interactions might help me to deal with some issues or some offenses or whatever, and definitely help me to treat other people as I should. Oh, this is awesome. What a great feasting with friends Friday. Thanks to brother wing and brother and a special thanks to Elise for joining us today on the podcast students we're so grateful that you're listening go ahead and share this podcast with others if you want to be a feasting friend let me reach out and let brother wing and i know and we'd love to have you on the podcast as well until next time everybody we love your guts stay righteous